Allosaurus. That's enough. It's time Allosaurus. Better. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Podosaurus here. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Matt in the Hour, Lou. Yo. And Timbertaff. Sup. I'm trying to get a bunch of, like, tape Sup. residue off Sup. my hands. <laughs> like, as soon as you're like, hey, we're going to do the claps, I'm like, this is a good time to rip the, the Katie tape off my hands and be busy. <laughs> so... I'm, like, trying to, like, get the residue, and then I'm, like, clapping, and then I'm going back to that and clapping. Yeah. Now's a perfect time <laughs> to put myself through excruciating pain. I mean, I I have looked, and where I use it on my hand, my left hand has significantly less hair now. <laughs> it's noticeable. And, like, the, the box is like, yeah, just um, shave and remove off any hair. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Instead, I just let it rip itself out of my skin every time I use it, because for some reason that makes more sense to me. I don't know why I do it. Just me. like be a man and shave your arms completely. Now it's not a problem oh. anymore. Weird, weird anecdote. Well, I mean, it's completely off, so you know. Weird anecdote: When I was a teacher in Japan, um, my students, well, like during summer, like I'd wear shorts, so they'd see that I have like hairy Italian man legs. So the one guy would be like, "Why are your legs so hairy?" I'm like, "I don't know, genetics." And he'd be like, "You should shave your legs." I'm like, "Why?" And he like. Get, takes his leg. This is like a 13-year-old kid, by the way. Big, big, beefy, like, rugby kid that's 13. Picked, goes on the desk, puts up his his leg. He's like, I shaved my leg. I'm like, why? You don't have that much leg hair to begin with. Why are you doing that? Just then I, one hair. Well, then I look around and notice, like, oh, oh, my God, all the boys here have been shaving their legs. They think it makes them faster, I think. Also, they're just Japanese, like, men's fashion's really weird. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not like Okinawan and just like hairy. <laughs> no, like I've had encounters with people in two categories: swimmers, like the competitive swim team, definitely would shave because it makes you more hydrodynamic. So, oh yes, it, it, it gives you an. It shaves like point zero zero five. Yeah. It's uh, why off Michael your, Phelps your is so much faster. He shaves everything. I thought that was the marijuana. <laughs> Remember uh, his performance enhancing marijuana? I want some of that. I also knew a guy that did it for tennis, and I'm pretty sure that does not really make you more aerodynamic in that context. <laughs> it, it does not. <laughs> but the thing is, if you say, oh, I do it for sporting, people are like, okay, that makes sense. But if you're like, I do it because I like the feel, they're like, that's weird. I like the wind hitting my bare skin. It's like when I put on eyeliner now, people are like, why do you do it? I'm like, oh, it's because of, uh, it's for, for, for being on camera. They're like, okay. And I'm like, no, it's really because I'm just going through an emo phase again could finally be on the cast of Yu-Gi-Oh. I'll mind crush some people. <laughs> it sounds very sexual. I do like the fact that in the Japanese version of Yu-Gi-Oh, the mind crush actually killed people. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah they, Pharaoh's going around yeah, just killing just people in the school, and he's like, bro, you need to stop. He's like, they were pissing me off, Yu-Gi. This is how we did it in oh, the Egyptian you, time. You mean for uh, season zero? Yeah. <laughs> Season zero, he actually like killed people. No, killing people wasn't is show, immoral. Wasn't this show to jump? No, it's moral if you can justify it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna put this knife knife on top of you with this candle, and if you drop the knife, you'll stab your hand, or you can burn yourself." Choose. <laughs> 
or was it wait, wait it was like oil it was oil there we go it was like oil on top of his hand with this lighter on the bot or with a lighter and knife on the bottom <laughs> and he had to balance the cup or whatever the bullshit and if he knocks it over he just burns to death well i mean that was pretty yeah, much original Yu-Gi-Oh was original Yu-Gi-Oh before they actually did the trading card game portion was uh Freaking brutal. <laughs> well, I remember, I think it was Yu-Gi-Oh! and Bridget that made the joke about how he was like, every duel, it was just like, Pharaoh, are you are you getting off on the danger of the situations you're putting this card game in arbitrarily for? Like, yeah. Oh, we're... Well, like I said, like even before the, the, the card game portion of it, because originally, that's why he's called the King of Games, because he did a bunch of other games. <laughs> Like poker. Was there was Dungeon so. Dice Monsters before, like the main series? No, it came out. Yeah. Oh, was it really? I thought it only came out when Duke Dublin yeah, got introduced. A, they made a dicing monster kind. They 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 did all kinds of games. <laughs> so was the the manga more about a bunch of different games, and they just took cards from that? Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it um, um it didn't do well originally until they got to the card game portion of it <laughs> it just became known as the card game manga yeah that's why he's called the king of games <laughs> children's card games little karibo and like team four star have completely ruined my like <laughs> mental like for real perception of the characters because like little karibo's voices are the only ones i know for Yu-Gi-Oh now and um the yeah. thing is same with team four star the thing is they managed to tie up the line so close to the original source material that it's not far off if you go and watch the original dubs of Yu-Gi-Oh, mm. kaiba's little karibo kaiba like it's the same person like that is not an exaggeration of how much of a dipshit kaiba was in the show what about what about tristan it's okay tristan? like i can't unhear Taya. i mean now. yeah tristan my I voice gives me Taya super strength <laughs> My voice gives me super strength. And then one episode, yes. he got a new voice, then it died. I yeah. was just Remember? talking with your sister. Canonically, it, it was like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Is this gonna be like our Bionicles episode? Where we're gonna talk about like kid stuff for too long. Like so freaking Yu-Gi-Oh! You know. I mean, when we know. did the Bionicles one, Barry's like, I was so confused. It just sounded like a bunch of like old boomers like complaining about their childhood. I'm like, shut up. <sighs> Let's talk about Link summoning today. <laughs> uh, it's bullshit. I think pendulum summoning is fucking That's bullshit. That's like the end. And it jumped the shark. That's after. the edge where Yu-Gi-Oh starts to just fall apart. The thing is, like, you could just get, like, a single modern booster and it would completely trump whatever deck you had from ten years ago. Like, the power creep in that game. Well, I mean, the, the, the entire meta is fucking redonkulous. Like, so I used to play a Dark World deck. Mm-hmm. So see, see, I'm in my, my my things are coming out here. So I used to play a Dark World deck. You can't play Regeki. Um, to a tour guide to the Spirit World is restricted to one copy. Right. Back in the old meta, she was she was needed. You needed four copies of her to to at least play Dark World, mm-hmm. and then everything else like Sangin Sangin is gone or restricted to one. So like any specific playstyle that I was used to doing with Dark World isn't hmm. viable anymore. And same for Six Samurai. Six Samurai, too. I got a bit lucky that one that I latched onto is a vampire deck, which is still sort of okay. They're still okay. Yeah. Mostly because they haven't nerfed the crap out of uh, like graveyard summons, but but it's definitely 
weird and again like i don't understand pendulum summons i don't know what the hell a link summon or an xyz summon is those are all just like insane to me xyz summons easy to be honest you just add the stars up together and that's the 12 mana stars that you can do i just i just miss the straightforwardness of like magic trap like, monster that's it it's you a, get those that's the thing talking about you got fusion monsters as well, well. you have the, yeah the fusion deck and that's all right i don't even know what the hell like an extra deck is really but apparently it's a thing the extra deck is where you put your fusion monsters oh, okay so that, okay that makes sense i would just refer to it as a fusion and it's deck. also where you it's also where you put your xyz summon monsters okay. as well not I have no idea what you guys are talking your, about. And your and your synchro summon monsters too. See, synchro was before X Y Z too. Yeah, I was like, I just watched the shows, please. I, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the show. I, the, I've only ever seen Yu Gi Oh bridged. That's all I know about yeah. Yu Gi Oh. That's that's yeah. that's it. That's really all you need. That's really all you need. Everything afterward. Syn- synchro summon you can get by because five Ds is there. You got Synchro's fun. I do like Synchro's. Yeah, yeah, that that's been memed to death as well on the show. And GX, how are you, Kill? I'm existing. Uh, yeah. It's it's just been I mean normal. I'm just getting through the rest of the month. Um, we're going out of town tomorrow. At like hmm. in the evening, we're going back home to St. Louis. We have to go to three different places for. Uh, Thanksgiving over a course of like two and a half days and come right back here because girlfriend's on call on Sunday. So it's been great. Mm. I've honestly just been like decompressing after ch- our charity stream and then now apparently getting ready for another charity stream for someone else. So I'm just, uh, just trying to figure my life out right now. Um, so for... I'll probably cut this out or not, but are you going to do your Tom Hanks given thing no i was going to but i don't <laughs> want to play harvester any like i'm just so done with harvester i've played it four years in a row i'm very burnt out on it and like i didn't know what time we were gonna have to leave so i like to do that all in one go and it takes about an eight to nine hours possibly if we take our time yeah and last year it tanked last year tom Thanksgiving tanked so i'm like i'm not gonna do it the first year was great because it was on thanksgiving but the next year was on like um on black friday it just tanked so i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna do it so we're just gonna finish metal gear solid 3 instead nothing says america like um treason i am always really bad about um i'm always really bad about things like uh wow okay i just just cut out my brain fart i can't remember what i was saying he's bad about thinking things like thinking i'm bad at thinking oh he did put chat over the chat box (laughs) okay he did no one was talking earlier. Sorry, I'm still like, I'm. I've been just been watching Tom just because I want to see my overlay moving. <laughs> it's 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 fine because I'm, I'm just also hearing what you call just laughing occasionally in the background. <laughs> I I have a, like a constant need for validation and um like a slight narcissism mm. where I just need to see something I did. Uh, so I have that up because that or listen to Timber talk about God knows what. Love you, Timber. Today, we'll discuss all of the different kinds of edit styles that you can perform in Premiere Pro 2022. Will you actually record you talking about that, and I'll put you on? Like, I've gotten into, like, 
unintentional ASMR, and you got a voice for that. Lately, my unintentional ASMR is the lockpicking lawyer, and I love him because all he did, he's like, he's got not a monotone voice, but it's more of like a slightly more monotone like dad voice, and he's just talking about locks. He's like, if you think about a history professor, but like their big thing is locks and lock picking them. And they're like four minute long videos. He doesn't run ads during them. And it's great because <laughs> it's so unintentional ASMR that it there's no mouth sounds. There's no people licking an ear and going <laughs> and sound like the creature of the Black Lagoon just like jumped in my ear. It's great. You should do that. <laughs> yeah. And I'll listen to it. I mean, all you have to do is um, watch my streams lately where I'm actually doing the editing and you'll get the same effect. Just re- just um, timber, repurpose. Timber. Say, say the line. Say the line, Timber. The big spooky. Oh, is it? Um. Oh, let me see. Oh. You just let me scroll up and get it for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, it's been so. In, long. in between my shit posting is just you venting about Premiere. I named it after my favorite Undertale character, a man of mystery like myself. And then you never named it because we just kept hearing that line over and over again. <laughs> you know, that's the only... It's I funny. didn't even know that, but... And, and then you put the mask on and you're like, oh, Ken, it's this guy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? I don't play Undertale. And, you know, that helped inform my... I ended up um, captioning it to to make it more clear because I was like, oh, yeah. I can use Ken as like a dry run of what the average like not, not Undertale-initiated person might think of something. <laughs> So what you're saying is I'm going to be your first draft when this thing is fucking finished and I'll be like, yeah, it's like an airplane that just went right over my head. It's just like, I have no idea. I have a feeling this might be a bit more like that just because it's very similar to the Majora video, which I know had was just too much. Um, oh, ironically, like I said before, you're the, 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 what was it? Outer Wilds? Your Outer Wilds video was much more. It was. Follow. Yeah, because like, it, it, it was much more easy to follow compared to to Majora's right. Mask. And that's because it has a specific through line compared to these other videos, where like these are summary of entire game and everything in it. Whereas that was, I want to talk about the game's ending. Here's what you need to know. So it had like a very refined, like this is the specific thing that I'm trying to address here. Maybe my future videos, I'll try and and continue to do that. It's just that when I tried doing that with Tropico, I like nearly died because that ended up being a, a, a fu- it was a very big wormy basket of things that I could not deal with <laughs> in writing. Why did Videl come into your room and be like, <laughs> what was that? Did Videl come into your room and uh, talk to you about becoming a banana republic or something? <laughs> it's more that that the internet opened up and revealed like the entire conspiracy spider that was everything involving Cuba in the 1960s. Uh, it was Tally's voice actress there telling how bad of a job that oh, you yeah, were doing, of course. no matter how hard you of tried. Course. <laughs> uh, the whole way through, she would not shut up, even though I had I had slain all of her comrades, and she was the only one left, and the only reason that I didn't kill her was because people would feel their freedoms were being too suppressed for some reason. Ah, yes. I can't imagine why. Actually, you can't even kill her, because the only one you can kill is Penultimo, and he's, like, your lapdog anyway. Penultimo? Yeah, Yeah, that's that's your royal advisor, Penultimo. 
As soon as you, so I what hear else you, have you been playing, Kyo? As soon as I hear Timber talk about Tropical, my brain immediately shuts off. Yeah. Oh, is sorry. Do you not? I mean, that's that's what's supposed to happen when you go on a tropical island. You, it's it's paradise. You get to sit on the beach, enjoy a a pina colada while being served by people making minimum wage in a third world country. I mean, you I can mean, just come here and get served minimum wage. Yeah, honestly, I could go anywhere in America and have the same experience. Why would I ever leave? <laughs> but, let's see, what did I say? Did I say I was playing anything, or just what did I say I was doing? Have I talked about games? You were existing. Oh, I was existing, yeah. Um, outside of that, uh, I've been playing... I don't, This week I've been playing Snake Eater on stream... The original one, not subsistence, one with the old camera angle. I do like the old camera angle better for most of the yeah. game, except for the end. The end made it really hard to find him. Yeah, the, the like, end is probably the most difficult part of that game mm. with the original camera angle. Because everything else, I prefer the original one. Like, I'd like for example, when you get through the electric gates, it's much more easier, in my point of view, to judge your, your jump. Mm-hmm. compared to the over-the-shoulder. I do like it, because, like, it's... Uh, I wish it was, like, if only in boss fights it went into, maybe, the third person. Because I know in subsistence mm-hmm. you can click a button and switch between the two, I believe. So that's yeah, nice. So, like, I would probably do that, like, you know, most of the game, over the head, in-game, um, in boss fights, behind the back, just because it make it easier to find bosses. But that, that's that been mostly fun. I've been complaining a lot, but just because uh, Snake Eater's kind of jank. It just is. Like, the combat in Metal Gear games is not good. It didn't get good. I honestly don't think the, the combat got good until maybe 4 or 5. Because mm. Peace I Walker... Think 5 is where it perfected it. Yeah. Because even 4, I still think it's a little like, weird to use CQC, personally. Because I haven't played much of 4. I think I played about, like, a half hour of 4 and have never gone back to it. So, I like, mean, I that's just... the entirety of the gameplay right there, right? Yeah. So just like me get, taking a guess, but five like honestly nailed the gameplay for Metal Gear perfectly. Oh, like yeah. especially yeah. things like um, crouch and um, go prone are on a different button from like the you know the body lunge and stuff like that. That's the problem I'm having right now is lunge, crouch, mm. prone are all the same button. So like you'll be yeah. running away and like if you don't realize that you are holding the button for this skosh too long. He'll, like, do a flip over someone and then just lay flat on the ground while they start shooting into his asshole. And it's like, oh, good, great. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think... Yeah, say, say, say what you will about 5 as a whole and the story and stuff like that. Like, personally, 5 gameplay-wise is probably the best in the series. It's got the best gameplay, but the most boring, like, world and uh, yeah. gameplay. Open world. Like, the, the, the world's fine. Until you real, until you it's keep sick. repeating stuff, and like like I'd say like for like the first maybe five to ten hours because that game's long. That game to do all the missions is that long. game is un it's unbearably long at certain points. Like to get the quote unquote ending, yeah, it's it's kind of bullshit. In my yeah, because like, like I remember playing it for about like I had like forty eight hours of gameplay of uh, five on the PS4. And I don't think I ever yeah. got to Act 2, or maybe I just started Act 2, because there's, like, so many side missions, little things you can run around. I'd say for, like, the first 10, maybe first 10, maybe 15, depending on how you're playing the game, at least for me, the world was interesting because I was still finding stuff. Then once you realize... Because, like, there was also another map that unlocked. But once you realize that there's mm-hmm. really nothing in between areas and, like, the outposts are all pretty the same, you're like, oh, this world sucks. Yep. 
So, like, it, at least the gameplay's good. I just wish they would take that gameplay and put it into something else, because, like, Survive came out, and it did not translate the gameplay well. It's not, it's not good. I don't know how they messed up Survive <laughs> so bad. I mean, I'd say that Revengeance had the best combat in the Metal Gear series. They really well, that's, they nailed it there. Well, it's that's totally a different game. A different, that's it's a totally platinum. different type of game, though. It was. Still. Pretty fun. Um... But outside of Metal Gear, I've been playing the Animal Crossing update still. I haven't checked it in a few days. I think I checked it since Saturday, because, like, I, there's not a whole lot to do except for, like, five minutes of gameplay a day. Until I, like, you know, mm. spend more time to, like, oh, I'm going to dismantle this whole area. And then... Yeah, same. Same to I've just been honest. doing the island been stuff. Playing... Mm-hmm. I haven't done any of the, um, the happy home designer thing yet. That's, I just don't. Yeah, care. I'm very scared to get into that right now. It's either I'm going to really like that or really not like, or like not be my thing at all. So I'm just like, I'm just going to wait till I'm bored one day. It's it's fun, you know. It, it it gives kind of a mission objective functionality to Animal Crossing that, as somebody who likes having like objective driven gameplay, um, it's mm. it's enjoyable. Like even if it's just you know cycling through kind of the same sort of things over and over again like it's just like with the villagers well you know you do it enough and you eventually hit a villager who basically asks for the same thing and you go okay i've i've hit the end i don't know like that 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 loses my appeal for animal see that's like the one game that i don't want an objective in that's like for me the point of it is i'd rather just kind of live free (laughs) or like the objective is very simple where it's like uh, well, it is. It is very free. You know, return this book. It is. <laughs> I know it's free form, but like, yeah, I don't want. I don't want like a task. Like the most, I, I didn't mind it. In, like you know, the main game where it's like, okay, go make three pieces of furniture for each of them, because it was like basically the tutorial for crafting. Like this is fine. But then like Happy Home Designer's like, oh, you know, make someone a house, and it, they want this stuff. I'm like, they can fuck off, and they'll get what I give them. Like, <laughs> and that kind they of, should be happy that they have a plane chair here. They should be happy with that. And I don't actually know, like, I haven't tried really going way off the rails with it, but um, it doesn't seem too picky. Like, a lot of times they'll be like, make me a gym, and then, like, they'll accept not a gym, <laughs> even though they asked for a gym. Like, if it, I don't know. I'm not sure but how much it actually like, cares. Don't you get more points? Yes, don't you, you get do. More points you do get more happy. points because yeah. there are certain objects that make them happier than other things. Mm-hmm. Granted, that manatee is just ripping you off, regardless. Yeah. So, uh, the outside of Animal Crossing and that, uh, do you have something else to say about Animal Crossing? Yeah, the first-person camera is amazing. Um, I think that's. One I of wish the best you could cameras. turn around. That's the only thing I wish is you could turn around because, like, I would like to see the side of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, I, I just don't know how they have the, um... Like, I don't know if there's no backs to buildings or something. But I really want to see... I want them to let you flip the camera around. Really bad. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I just want to I just want to add my air conditioner without any problems correctly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have those at the air conditioning unit ones. Mm-hmm. The back of it, anyway. I just want to be able to place in it. Outside of Animal Crossing, though, um, I've been playing the remake of Diamond and Girlfriend Got Pearl. She's barely touched it, but I took her coins for her cartridge. That is that is a game that is exactly, I wouldn't call it brilliant or shining, but it is plat- Pearl and, and Diamond. Once again, Nintendo... Actually, this is probably the least exciting remake they've made. Like, even Let's Go yeah, at least every- changed things up. Like, it's... 
It's exactly my, what it was. It's Diamond and Pearl, but faster. Yeah, my my whole point of thing, if people are complaining about it, you knew what this was because mm. pe- they've been announcing that it is a one-to-one remake. Granted, the Underground stuff got a massive they, rehaul. They had, a, they had to do that. that. Yeah, Underground's great. I actually spent about two, hour, two or three hours doing Underground stuff the other day. Yeah, that's probably the best way and they got rid of the honey system which or the bullshit of the honey system mm-hmm. with the underground because you can get munchlax a much easier time in the underground compared to doing it as a honey where mm-hmm. it's only like yeah it's only these four fucking trees because of your trainer id and even if it's these four fucking trees it's only like a 0.2% chance that it's a munchlax much less is fucking bullshit to get in that game originally. Mm. Yeah, I like the underground stuff, especially because now you can play it online, which is random. So like, you can keep getting that like fever bar built up a lot quicker. Because I, so I didn't know that you could play online at first. So I was like, I thought you could. And I was doing the tutorial part because like the guy's like, go under there and like go around. Well, I stayed down there for two hours, and then I came up. He's mm. like, okay, now you can play online. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Because I was, like, digging fossils and trying to find all the diglet stuff, and I'm like, well, I don't want to lose this bar, because I've already filled up halfway, so I kept going. And you can get, like, better statues to put in your secret base that increase your, um, like, which Pokemon you'll find, and, like, if you have the fever bar yep. going, you can find shinies better in some of the underground caverns. Yep. So I'm like, well, this is, I don't want to lose this. If you play online, though, everyone builds towards the bar together. So however many people are in your session, like, makes it a lot more fun easier yeah it makes it easier and a little more fun i will say like as someone who was not a big fan of diamond and pearl when it came out this does fix a lot of the problems i have with it and like i normally wouldn't have bought this um girlfriend wanted to play something together and she likes pokemon so that's why we have it so before anyone gets in my case about i'm like technically she bought it for me i have to pay her back now but i she bought it she wanted it personally like this this was the most anticipated that i've been looking for from a nintendo Mm game because i love diamond pearl personally diamond pearl is probably one of my favorite gens besides two but since four technically take place during two (laughs) there's Mm -hmm. that but i personally love diamond and pearl so having to go back legally to get this game and be able to play it is very very nice yeah one one nice that i could say for this is it's not even that they like you know fix things or brought them back it's just Pokemon DS games, like, if you want any Pokemon game that's before um, X and Y, uh, you're going to be spending upwards of $100 on a cartridge only that's probably fake. Yep. So, like, the only thing I can see is, like, although I would like them to have just, you know, the old versions available to download or purchase somehow, uh, there's no good way to emulate the DS on the Switch. Even though it has a touchscreen, it just won't work well. So, yeah, I, I was just, very surprised at the the Poke Gear integration with this one. That it, it is a touch thing, mm-hmm. and I was very surprised by that, to be honest. <laughs> I really wish they would go back to having the the commands and battle touch like yeah. interactive because I miss that, and that's the only thing that's not touch interactive in the game for the most part. And that's I'd mm-hmm. rather do that, and you can't. But yeah, they did they did put that in there. They shoved it. In. It's really awkwardly in there though, at the top right hand corner of the game. I wish you could put it somewhere else. But yeah, I've been playing that. It's been it's fine. It's fine. Like I'm I haven't gotten very far. I think I just beat the second gym because it's again, it's not my favorite mm. gen. 
it's it just it it's it's a game. I was talking to a couple people. One of the guys in my community, he's just like he's just like I, the game. So he thinks the remake's so underwhelming. He went back and just started playing Platinum instead because he's just there's just not what he wants in there. Which I get it. If you played these games when you were growing up, you're either going to get nostalgia rush or disappointed that stuff from Platinum's not in there. And I mean that's been the whole thing from all the these remakes. To be honest, I think it's because this one just doesn't. With- this one literally doesn't have anything extra in it though. Like was. Whereas, like, um, Heart Gold, I mean, that had almost too much stuff. Um, Leaf Green Fire Red had the Sevy Islands and some little things like that. Uh, and, like, also e-reader card support. Um, mm. or, um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire had Soaring and secret, Super Secret Bases, stuff like that. They, like, upgraded that stuff. And then this one comes along and the only big upgrade is the Underground, which a lot of people just skip. Mm. So, like, there's nothing... Well, like, extra. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't know what they were expecting because everyone kept the marketing as a one-to-one remake. Yeah. So I'm just like, like that's it, my whole thing. It I'm, is that <laughs> a lot of people go on like media blackout though. So like, I, I don't read things about games once they hear they're coming out for the most part. Mm. Like I didn't know anything about Metroid Dread going into it, but like they could have added something. Just like anything. And they changed. They change like Pal Park and stuff like that, but that's just something. Oh yeah, did, did you know that you can get Pokemon following you all the time? Yep. Yeah, I didn't know. I still need to do that. I, th- I don't think I'm at the place yet. They added that, but like, it's a feature you have to unlock at an optional area. It's like, why don't you just have that available from default? Come on. Hmm. I understand Pal Park was part of Diamond and Pearl and stuff, but like, just make it a default option. Like, like in um Sword and Shield, if you wanted to adjust the volume settings of the game, like. You know, sound effects, battle cries, and music. You had to talk to a random person in a city to get Porygon earbuds. Mm-hmm. For an option. For options in a menu. Stupid. Mm. Personally, I can't wait to replay Pearl. What's all, all over again. I'm, uh... I'm tackling this this playthrough as a Professor, professor Oak's Challenge playthrough, so... What is that? That's, we'll make it up. No. Um, oh, you, you guys never heard of this. So basically, the Professor Oak challenge is you get every Pokemon imaginable before you challenge the gym. Oh, so you get them all like in an area before you can move on? Yeah. Like including so evolutions? That's or... including evolve. Oh, wow. Um, evolutions. So everything possible that you could get up to that story point. So like you go into grass po- areas, you get all the Pokemon from there. Even if it's a 1% chance, you still got to try and get it then you gotta evolve them so like for example if you're doing a a professor oak run or the professor oak challenge run basically all the grass starters are much preferred because they evolve to their third form quicker compared to the other two Mm -hmm. so so basically you'll have torterra like if i had turtwake you would have torterra before you even get the first batch i mean to be completely honest though i was trying really hard to not grind anything because i almost had grottle before like leaving like the f- the first town <laughs> yeah but i'm th- that's why when i was like I-, I already knew how to approach this game because of the fact that oh i mean it's good to be a one-to-one remake and i don't mind that i personally love pearl so i mean gen 4 is 
um, personally fine, so I don't mind revisiting the game one to one. But I want to have it a little bit more challenging. So I, mm. I told myself I'm just going to do a Professor Oak run this time around. Yeah, and, I've been. I like will swap out party members like very easily if I notice they're getting too high of level or like I don't grind at all. Like no grinding. I run away from every fight I can because just like I really hate the baked in. Uh, experience share i really don't like it at all because like i wish you could turn it off at least because i don't want that i don't want it to be this easy to give a challenge at least especially with these because professor oak runs are very easy because of that because you just throw them in i think even with this one being a one-to-one they don't change the trainers what they have in their levels so like you're just over level they don't plan for that i'm pretty sure you could disable in the later gens right it's just Gen 4 nope. didn't... No? Nope. Not even Sun and nope. Moon? I it started. Sworn. It started in, like, Sun and Moon, I think, where you started getting catch... Um, no, I think Sun and Moon started where it was baked in, right? No. Well, from the beginning, yes. Um, X and Y had EXP share. It had EXP share, and it was for everyone, but then, like, Sun and Moon made it... Ev- like, it's just baked in from the beginning. Yeah, There's yeah no from, from, the, from the beginning, yeah. Which... Um, kind of from X and Y, you had to get that specific item. Yeah, so it's just, like, been three, four games of this, technically, because Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, no, even that, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, Let's Go, Sword and Shield, Diamond and Pearl, and I hate it. It's my least Mm. favorite feature, I just, I don't want to, like, I understand these are games for kids, but they need to make it an option. If they keep saying we understand that older players are playing this, they want more of a challenge, I'm like, then just make it an option, like... Like, hide it in the settings, make pro mode or something. No kid's going to go in there and turn it on. Like, Yeah, put it in settings. Like, right in the beginning of the game, just put it in settings. Like, even if they want to hide it, like, just, like, so kids don't accidentally press the wrong thing, because that's their big worry, is that kids will have a bad time. Because I understand, these games are meant for, like, maximum nine-year-old Japanese kids. That's what these games are mm-hmm. for, and I think people need to remember that first. But if they know they have an older fan base playing it, and they're like, we acknowledge that, then why don't you make options in there? Even if it was, like, I'd even take it as you have to connect online and download a pro mode or something like that, just, like, as an unlock. I'd even take that if it was just, like, you know, a free download where, like, you have to willingly go and, like, download something to enable that for yourself (laughs) if they're worried about kids getting to it. I mean, it's a mile apart from uh, Classic Gen 1 when... uh... There was always the big danger of uh, sharing your your Game Boy Color with a friend and then having them uh, decide they want to save their game on the on the one. I mean, they can still do that. Yes, but yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But you have more than one save file now. Back then, that was it. You can't um, you can't like start a new file from the game without deleting it from, I think, your system now. Oh, really? Is that how it works? Yeah, because you have to go near your system. Well, because you have to have a different profile. the 3DS games, they start switch. doing that. Well, that, yeah. No, no, this, like, I'm saying from the 3DS games. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> You have to do a button combination, because, like, since, I think even, like, black and white, they'll be, like, um, you can't save because there's a current file. You have to go and erase that first. It's still weird to me that they don't just have multiple save files. It's so that you can't clone Pokemon stuff, even though there's already a ha- are already an exploit out there and stuff like that. The all their like worries, it's like everyone finds a way around it, but just stop. It's a single player yeah. game, with well, I guess I guess you can battle in multiplayer, so it's a bit unfair. I don't but like this. and going on things that you just take out, Timber. What have you been playing? Yeah, get out, get me off this conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. So 
honestly, I have been playing the Premiere Pro to edit my Deltarune video, so I've played a lot of Deltarune. And that sounds I, so boring. I, I, I lived and breathed Deltarune for like two months now. Uh, but besides that, I did actually do... Isn't that not really changing what you think, what Deltarune is? I thought you would be living and breathing it. Anyway. Sorry, what was that? I thought you will be living and breathing Deltarune anyway. <laughs> that wouldn't have changed even if you weren't doing the topic. No, you're, that you're you absolutely doing. right. I mean, I really did enjoy my time with Deltarune and looking into you know all all the kind of uh, different facets of it, things that people have been uncovering, what the people have been theorizing about other things, which I don't want to talk about because we're still within like kind of the spoiler window for Deltarune. I don't want to ruin it for people. But, um, but it is a very, it is a very cool experience with I mean, a lot of if, different if, ways to approach it. If you think it. that it's a spoiler, you can just you can just rely on me to just censor it. Like I did <laughs> you can you can just say like I'm going to spoil Delta Room right now. Yeah, I think it would just <laughs> be better to spoil it on a more specific like Delta Room discussion or spoiler cast once Kyo's finished. Yeah. Hey man, I want to do the freaking Resident Evil spoiler cast before we do anything Delta Room related. I've been waiting for you to finish that game for a while. I'm pointing where it says Big Spooky on your name there in, <laughs> in good old Discord. I, I, uh, look, the new computer is going to be here this Sunday, and not long afterward, I'll be able to do it, finally. Um, but besides that, I have also been playing something else, which I, I remembered in, in, the, the disc, in the course of this um, show, I played a handful of the Magic the School Bus games. Yeah, I saw you playing that. I'm like, the fuck are you doing, bud? <laughs> I have a, I had nostalgia for those. Fuck? I had a, I had a um, quite a large collection of them when I was a kid. Dude, were you on Re Were you on Reddit like a couple weeks ago when that picture of like you know just the Magic School Bus of when the kids were salmon and the fucking fish just jizzed all over the kids. Miss Frizzle took the kids to get nutted on. <laughs> I definitely didn't see this. Um, however, I did realize that I think most people who played the Magic School Bus games like, have you guys played any of them? And if so, which ones? No. It's been 25 years, Timber, but yes, I probably did play one you know, of them. like, roughly the subject matter where you, like, it was 25 years, Timber. All right, all right. I hear you. I hear you. Was it space? <laughs> was it in? Was it Arnold's intestine? I think it was Arnold's intestine. Oh my God! There it is. See, I remember. So that those are the two that everybody's well, I, played. I, think, I, th I was a huge Magic School Bus person, so I probably played both because I remember the space one as yeah, well. Those were like some of the first ones that came out, and that's what everybody remembers. So the first thing I'll say is some of the Magic School Bus games are not bad. I played the uh, the one for the ocean, and it had this little mini game in it where you played as a crab, and you had to hide in the holes I mean, while trying to get. Back in the day, back in the day, those kind of games were were fairly good. I mean, even the fucking Carmen San Diego game was really good back in the day. I wouldn't say I wouldn't describe the entire game as good. There's a lot of just like. N nothing happened with like Memorable little parts. Little, yeah, but occasionally they'll have like a good mini game, like running across the 
the beach while seagulls are trying to eat you as a crab while you're trying to eat these clams and hiding in holes and there's fat and thin seagulls and you're trying to like go through as many levels i think i i actually beat it uh, i think there was like 200 levels and it eventually ended on like four thin seagulls which just became insane um timber timber how old are you i'm uh 29 how how do you not get first in seagulls well i did get first I, I did actually, I, I did actually like trumpet, and I have no idea if anyone has ever How accomplished are you younger this before. than us. I don't get it. Um, but let's see. Unlike that game, <laughs> the space one, the one that everybody actually knows, is freaking terrible. Yeah. It is so obnoxiously not a game. Um. You know, you go to the planet's surface where it has slow-ass animations where occasionally these kids will talk to you, and there's you could click on random things on the screen and they might do things while you're trying to find Miss Frizzle on a random planet. Um, and there's always this planet in the corner that's got, like, a scrolling text bar over it. And if you click on it, it turns into a platformer with low-gravity physics where you have to jump on platforms while there's a timer. Yeah, that's what you're doing, a platformer. Because you're in space. Yes, but it's it, it makes, makes sense. sense. But dude, it takes three minutes to fall from a jump. It takes 15 minutes to cross three screens because the low gravity is so fucking slow. Uh, well, games okay, were meant to waste time timber. with kids. So. More, timber, more in about time. 70 years, when 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 public space travel is is more frequent <laughs> i want you to remember this conversation <laughs> i'll remember to wear my lead shoes in space <laughs> which probably doesn't work but you know i'm sure someone will try um yeah so so that was that was pretty bad i remember i have fond memories of the human body one i didn't end up playing it yet um and I don't know if I ever will because that was probably the worst performing stream I have ever had. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted Magic School Bus, but because no one is nostalgic about the Magic School Bus it... unless it was about that's a about a thing about Miss Frizzle taking the kids and getting nutted on. Man, that's impossible. Every single one of those games opens up with the theme song. You know, cruising down on Main Street. I'm surprised you didn't get a copyright strike from that. <laughs> <laughs> to be, to be kind of honest there, Tim It's diegetic as part of the game. It's not my fault that that's there. Um, also, it's not the new one. I think they only care about the new one at this point. Because it got Netflixified. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so... I, I, I don't know, my, my gaming time has just been Deltarune and the Magic School Bus, and also watching a couple episodes of Arcane, which is tangentially related to video games because it's about League of Legends, but it wasn't really playing a game. Did you learn about how to run lanes in that game? They do call the area that they they inhabit in the underground the lanes, and it just... <laughs> dawned on me why it's called the lanes now that you said that <laughs> um are they like oh so and so is hiding in jungle be careful <laughs> they haven't done the ju i'll bet there is a jungle section but 
so far, it's just been trying to follow what I believe is the backstory for Jinx before she became Jinx, which is like every the the fan favorite character from from League. Um, ever since they did that music video with her, um, like what was it, freaking twelve years ago now? Like one of the first animated CGI things that Riot put out. I wish they would stop pushing commercials for all that League extra stuff because it just makes me not want to play League more. But you, but you also yeah. were just, never just interested put, in. League. I just wanted to. Play, I just. I was never interested I in. I was like. Funny. I was like happy with it being like you know its own thing away, and it's just like it's, it's, League it's own the anime thing, and now the, the fact, fighting game, but the, and the RPG right, right. and the music platform. Like I don't care. Were you ever Shut into up. any MOBA care. games? No, I don't like multiplayer games. I don't like right, people, right. Timber. <laughs> I remember now. Yes, well, I um, in in my like, in my the fact story that just talked past, about earlier, in, in in my storied past, I was actually, uh, I I had my start on YouTube as a Smite YouTuber. I covered Smite yeah, I for a good yeah, chunk I know, of time. Aaron, I, 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 I know that. I know yep. that. I know I about your checkered past. Yep, yep. So, like, that was kind of my the closest I came to League because I preferred the. I prefer the camera angle of Smite, so to me, League of Legends always felt like an inferior inferior choice just because it was so pulled out and just made me feel like I was playing a well, dumbed-down I mean, StarCraft. Also, it has actual, it also has actual gods and, and myths yeah, and so, legends compared to yeah, so to, anime waifu, fox lady, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know what these people mythology are. Mythology waifus, because they're actual mythology characters. Mythological, you mean? Mythological, yeah. You can have... Um... Let's talk about League, not Smite. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, well, yeah, League definitely has the anime, the anime ladies. That, that Smite is much more appealing to me because it has more mythological characters compared to Fox, anime, waifu. Um, I don't even fucking know if that's from, from it League. It is, and I'm you probably like... you know it from KDA, right? The okay. music videos they did where they had the freaking... No, no, no! I don't pay attention to. No, I only pay attention to Japanese They're... music, Timber. Unless it's in the Japanese oh, no. music industry, I don't. So pay because attention. it was, I listened to music that, that came out when I was in high school. Yeah, I just started listening to a bunch of emo music again, so I just want to listen to stuff from like two thousand five. Is there is there a phrase yeah. for for Japanese emo music? Is it like J-mo? Uh, it doesn't exist? I don't think it exists really. <laughs> Like you just listen to Visual K. Well, see, and the, just be sad. The thing with emo music is it's very like quintessentially American, and like even more so, like the popular stuff is considered Midwestern emo. So it's quintessentially like Heartland or just like not big city music. I mean, eventually it got back mm. to being that as well, but like it's too too quintessentially American for it to have um a an invitation in Japan. It just it, that same style and feeling doesn't exist. Yeah, Visual K might be the closest. It'll just, it'll just be pop punk, to be honest. Yeah. That'll probably only be the closest. Emo's not a thing. It's called post punk. Mm. It's not screamo. It's post punk. That's screamo, bro. My b- favorite thing lately, though, is I've been listening to Spotify more because I got new headphones mm. and stuff that are like wireless for my the ones for my phone work, and um, I've mm. been using those just like listening to more Spotify. And like finding playlists called like you know mid two or early two thousands emo or mid two thousands emo whatever, and then I get in there and I'm like this is Blink one eighty two, 
Who made this? That's pop punk. Yeah, that's pop punk. Like that's not that's not emo. And like love that. It's and not like the same, my friend. <laughs> bowling for soup. I'm like that's not emo. Do you guys remember no, what that, that is? Ain't. And then I'll find the All American Rejects and like MCR one. I'm like here's the emo one. Like they're not they're very different. See okay. Okay, to to go back a little bit on the the topic here, Timber, do you care about me spoiling um, Eternals? Uh, which one was that again? Eternals, the new the new Marvel movie that came out. Oh no, you can spoil that. I'm not sure I cared. <laughs> okay, spoilers for okay. Eternals. Okay, starting now. Okay, so the character that came out um, for the post credit scene, I didn't know who the fuck that was. And people were like my 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 friend Mujihi that went with me to go watch this movie had to explain that that person was Harry Styles. I didn't even know who, what Harry Styles. Looked oh, like. I remember you DMing me and like complaining about this. Yeah, he was and in One Direction. People were like, what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I know One Direction, but I was like, I don't, I don't know what any of them look like. So someone was like why the fuck do you not know what harry styles look like I'm not, i don't pay attention to that oh, scene it, i don't is it know the leader that takes over for the uh rip iron man no 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 harry Styles. do you not know who harry styles is either timber no he's a he well now he's a very like flamboyantly dressed uh male pop one star direction singer. oh yeah okay Go ask, just go ask uh, uh, yeah, I, I forgot that Timber is just m- mentally just older than us, so me just even explain to you what, what I'm sorry, I, did, was, was I supposed to be into One Direction? <laughs> After I mean, I'm aware of it because Borb had, like... Mm. Borb went, like, from being very interested in the conspiracy theories, like, surrounding One Direction and Louis Tomlinson to being a very big fan yeah. of Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Like, like I, I fell off that style after um, I think it was just NC, oh, that Harry Styles. <laughs> but I could never really get oh. into One Direction. Which Backstreet Boys? Like the like the first time or the second time? Probably the first time. I'm not sure if I was even aware there was a second time. <laughs> yeah, they came. Back I heard about then. that. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I did hear about them coming back. I didn't know if they had actually. Oh, you did had hear about meeting. Backstreet's back. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, Backstreet's back. <laughs> All right. All right? <laughs> yeah. All right. They were, you know what, both, I think both were fine. <laughs> it's, it's also funny that back then I remember being more into Backstreet Boys than NSYNC, and then kind of when I went back to revisit, I was like, okay, I understand why NSYNC was more popular now. <laughs> but I still like both. Hey, man. Hey, Millennium is a prime piece of, of American music right there. I'm going to apologize right now because I was just, fiddling out around under my desk so you might hear a lot of noises yeah, it's 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 fine I'm, I'm used to it. even when you don't apologize there's stuff that i hear <laughs> <laughs> that i'm just like oh okay he's doing stuff like like i said last episode i don't know what the hell that was it just like cut out i think mid-episode. i think I'm it was like, my um <laughs> i think it was my computer because one of the fan case fans is like and it doesn't do it all the time it just will make noise and then, like, it sounds like it's a jet engine taking off. It sounds like a PS4, and then it stops. Yeah, it sounds like a PS4, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you done talking about Arcane? Or, or Arcade? Or, Ar- Arcane. I, I don't, I don't um, know what it's called. I, 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 guess, I guess the only thing I wanted to say about it is that it is 
pretty completely done. It's a bit, the way I describe it, it's very, very pretty to watch. You don't have to have any former knowledge of League of Legends to follow it. I mean, I would, ass- I would assume a show like that would have to be kind of balancing fairly well towards newcomers and fans of that particular genre or yeah i mean that's why it said it's a prequel because it basically allows them to throw in characters from the game here and there who have lore reasons to be in this story but because it's a prequel it has no bearing on like anything that actually happens in the game you know we're, we're following this character and her relationships with people who may not even be from the game i don't actually know how many of these characters are in the game because i'm not familiar with the game uh it's just in an enjoyable watch the story is tropey as all hell so far uh not to not to a point mm. where i'd say like ah it's it's bad but it's definitely something i'm watching more for eye candy than i am for nuanced storytelling so mm. like a marvel movie basically <laughs> that's all i got all right um, for, for me for me i've been playing a bunch of Random games. I've been playing Pokemon. Ironically, so here here's a, a little antidote about Pokemon. An antidote? So, um, hold, I, on, hold on, hold on. We're not, we're, we're, we're not going past that. An antidote. No, antidote. No, antidote. Anecdote. Anecdote. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little hyper potion here about about Pokemon here. Is, so when I was talking to my daughter, so I video chat with her every week to, to talk to her. And I had a little Piplup doll. Piplup. And she doesn't know what Pokemon is yet. But she really likes, like, the aquarium and stuff like that. So she's been going almost every week because of her aunt. And she thinks that it's an actual penguin. And because they're doing advertisements in Pokemon uh, for Diamond and Pearl in Japan a lot, she's been seeing it a lot more. Mm-hmm. So she kind of wants one now, and her mother really hates me for doing that. Because <laughs> she doesn't want her to play games, so to speak. Oh, it's... it's so I'm like, oh, Too I'm late. Sorry. She's going to be a Pokemon girl. She's going to have a Piplup. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, so I was like, I kind of want to get her to the Piplup doll and just, <laughs> just kind of be like, see what happens. Plant the seeds. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, oh, you know, Pokemon is just one thing. It doesn't it's mean so anything. It's Pokemon so is its own. You know, once once you, you've gotten more accustomed to Pokemon and Piplup and all that, you know, there's this wonderful experience called Returnal. You can give it a shot. It's totally, yeah, totally chill. Yeah. <laughs> totally chill with no save systems, <laughs> you know. And, you know, like a big owl hulking beast that just comes out of nowhere. It will yeah, build yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build character, indeed. That's actually something that I've thought about so. for a while. Um, not something that I really need to think about, but just sort of curious on of like, what are, like, if you have to look at modern games and determine mentally, like, what is the age where you go, okay, this is, this is the, this is something that someone at this age can handle. Like, I know we have the ESRB and stuff where it's like, you know, blood and gore and whatever, but who gives a shit. But like, just from a purely like, you could physically play this perspective. Like, what Mm. games fall into the different blankets? I know it's easy to just go like, oh, well, Nintendo's, you know, 
10 and under, easy. Just hand them Nintendo games and they'll be fine. I don't think that's a blanket statement that they can work anymore, though. You can't just, like, hand a 10-year-old, like, Metroid, Metroid Dread. Dread or yeah. even, like, Breath of the Wild because they're going to get lost or be too hard for them. But, like, I'd and say... And also, you know, other games are on the Switch now that might be a little bit more intense. I'd like, say, like, even oh, Animal... Sakes, you can play the Grand Theft Auto games. <laughs> even Animal Crossing is a bit too daunting for anyone, like, under, like, maybe seven or eight... Because everyone I know that's like, my kids love Animal Crossing, they're like, I play the game, they watch me, type of situation. Yeah. I'd say Mario is pretty simple for kids, for the most part. I think 2D Mario. 3D Mario might be a little bit harder. Because, like, 2D Mario, you pick up, hold right, hit the A button to jump. Very simple. There's, like, maybe two buttons, because you have the run button. But, like, yeah, you can't blanket say all Nintendo games anymore. Yeah. I think it also does depend on, like, how what you consider a successful experience with a game to be. For example, mm. when I was really, really yeah. young, I, I sunk 164 deaths and probably well over 200 hours into Ocarina of Time, and I know for a fact that probably at least 120 of those was me just running in circles in Hyrule Field, not really doing anything at all, just mm. riding Epona yeah. because kids are stupid and can do something for a really long time with no <laughs> actual that game. You played against an adult. I thought this game had a lot more of a horse riding aspect. Yeah, exactly. To it. I remember no, being like, "Wow, no, Nintendo don't. really didn't feature much of this game when you play it right." Because <laughs> remember when people were talking about like um, Twilight Princess coming out? Like, yeah, they're really bringing back like you know the horseback riding like combat and stuff like that from Ocarina of Time. Like, I don't think you did that a lot. <laughs> then I played through it, and I'm like, you don't do that a lot. Yeah, you really, I mean, really, especially if you want to actually get over a Hyrule field quickly, you really should be walking backwards. Like, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. you're doing with this horse shit. You, don't you just, like, Z-lock walk backwards and keep backflipping until you get there? Yeah, yeah. If you get bored, if you get bored, you could be side sidestepping the way there, you know, just to shake yeah. things up a little bit. It's a lot Opponent's slow. Yeah. Opponent doesn't backwalk. If, if Opponent could side jump across Hyrule, we'd be in a different place right now. Yeah, so um, yeah, like for for I, I I don't know, like for for me because I'm not there um, for her, so it, it's a little bit different. But I think it just depends on if they are both gamers. I would assume because I don't I don't think my her, her mom I don't think her mom wants her to be into gaming. I think she wants her to be more into Disney because she's also a Disney person. Mm. So. Just get her. Gaming brave also, for the Xbox and that's 360. Also kinda just like, and that's also kind of a little mm, on my end. Cause... I was about to say, games are expensive. Then I remember Disney shit's super expensive. Kingdom Like, Hearts. I remember, um, I remember, like, Fatal, like, worked at the Disney store because she got a discount. Yeah. I'm not a big Disney person myself, so I, like, always want to ever see any of that stuff. Because, like, I have cousins that are really into it. I'm just like, but why? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't find the movies to be that engaging. Like, they're, it's not for me, definitely. I just don't get that. Yeah. I don't like that for me. Yeah, I grew I up with know. them. I so I, I, I do like the Disney stuff. I grew up with them, as, especially like the Golden Age stuff. Like, um, it's be- I mean, I saw Lion King and Mulan and Pocahontas, um, Lion King and Pocahontas and stuff like that in theaters. Like, so I, yeah. I grew up with those too. And they were they were animated yeah. musicals, and to me, the music is what stuck more than anything else. Like they were great watches, good spectacles. Mm. I definitely favored things like Beauty and the Beast and 
um, Aladdin because by far they had the largest volume of music per per animation <laughs> on screen. And what about what about Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid had some song, good songs too. Um, I I still think that there was actually less Under singing a role in that than than Beauty and Aladdin. What, Under the Sea, you know the song that they play Under over and over sea. again in the in the Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> They, in, in the Kingdom Hearts games, they play that over and over again. Oh, that and This is Halloween. Yeah, This is Halloween was very stuck in my... I had never even seen that movie before I played the level in Kingdom Hearts, and it was stuck in my head before I had ever... Wait, you've never seen that? Prior to playing Kingdom Hearts, yeah, I had I've, not. I've, I've, I oh, have as never a kid or played, recently? Or I've never watched the, the movie in its entirety. There's a part in the movie where like it kind of lulls for a bit. <laughs> Like I, I remember I know bits and pieces of the movie. I know that he finds the world trees of all the holidays, and he goes into Winterland or I feel, whatever. Where's our Thanksgiving I know that. world? I know one. Basically, the plots yeah. from from the Kingdom. Hearts I, mean, I feel games. like That's after a... he goes to Christmas, it just, just kind of. I just don't know what Oogie Boogie has has to do with any of it. <laughs> I'm surprised that they never made any like even like made for TV spinoffs of the other worlds, because they showed that like you know. Easter world, Thanksgiving world, yeah, um, like all the other worlds exist. I'm surprised I just never went anywhere with that. Like it doesn't yeah. need it, but I'm just so once Disney acquired the license, I'm surprised they didn't just like make 2D or 3D when movies ham. for it. Yeah, yeah, just like exploit that. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe it just didn't have was, as much. Um, so uh, it wasn't Disney owned initially. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think the whole fact that it is a Halloween movie and Halloween Christmas, they just didn't want to, maybe they just didn't see a reason to not have that, because they already have their own Christmas stuff, they have their own, there's already a bunch of Easter and Christmas movies out, but there's not a whole lot of Halloween ones that are high quality. I don't know. Yeah. Do you consider Pixar part of the Disney bubble, or do you definitely yes. understand the appeal? Yeah. Okay. I mean, their own, but... I mean, the closest they have to a Halloween them. movie is um, the... Uh, is um Coco. Yeah. But that's um Dia de los Muertos, so True. And now we have um is it, shoot. I'm gonna get it completely wrong. Rico or something like that, the one that's coming out soon. Rico? It's like set in Yeah. Yeah, the set. one that came out this past week. Did it already come out? Yeah. I think it's either this week or last oh. week. This week of recording or last week. Yeah. Speaking of movies coming out, is anyone going to go see Resident Evil um, around th- on Thanksgiving? Oh uh, yeah, you know that good old Re- Thanksgiving Day Day movie that is like getting a wonderful twenty six percent. When I saw that it was like when I saw that it was only coming out in theaters, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely not going to watch that. It. Really, yeah, only in theaters is definitely going to shoot in the foot because I would definitely watch that train wreck streamed. It because like it, it looks like something fun. that was more of like Netflix quality. It didn't look like it's it, it's it's more of a a movie that I would love just to get fucking hammered. Oh yeah, in. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't look like it has the same like budget as the Paul W S Anderson one. So it's like, why is this coming out in theaters? It just seems like you're gonna lose money. Yep, which they probably will. Yeah, to be fucking honest. I, I mean, it reminds me. <laughs> it's of also a confusing. Months ago, I had gone and seen. Sandman, and I recently spoke with a friend who had, had joined me there, and he's like, "All right, Sandman, not a good movie. Sandman, while completely hammered, that was a good time. <laughs> I guess you could do that with a lot of movies. Enough alcohol, and you'll forget you were even there at the theater." Uh, 
I mean, it'll just have an excuse for the director to bitch at all the millennials just staring at their phones about how 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 the movie bombed. I, it's know? not that I can't even handle what he said. I can't believe that this is news. Like the fact that this is even getting coverage or is appearing in my news feed. Like I don't care what some 84-year-old director thinks about the fact that his movie bombed. <laughs> like the story tells itself. Your movie wasn't good. Get your shit together. Well, also the movie is very intense because it talks about rape. Right. Like a rapes happens in the movie. It's very intense movie, and it's not for everyone. It's not like a Marvel movie. That it was comparing to when Eternals came out, because <laughs> it was. I think it was the same same weekend. I think that um, it was going against Eternals, and obviously, granted, Eternals does have a sex scene in it, and it's very weird that like that happened. But, and it was a lot of scratching heads and uh, uh, parents being like, oh, I don't know how to explain this to my child. But yes, there's there's that. But it's a little bit less intense compared to a rape scene happening. Oh, and happening three times because it takes place from all different points of views. I just, I can't wait to finally have my holiday break so I can catch up on so many things. Uh, I, I'm even behind on my movies right now. Like, I wanted to see Dune like a month ago and I still haven't had a chance I remember people complain I was like I don't know a lot about Dune but I always thought it was a more serious thing so when it came out and people yeah. were giving it low reviews they're like oh it, was, it wasn't very funny or like some people were like it was kind of boring I'm like I don't think Dune's supposed to Duh. be like <laughs> funny or like it's, even it's like, supposed to be like a people, very high epic yeah like what people people <laughs> heard the line the spice must flow and they're like oh yeah that's hilarious top tier shit man like what are you fucking? Like I don't think it's supposed to be. It's not a comedy, right? It's not a. It's not a popcorn flick. Like you're not going in there to like. You're. It's more of like I want to watch something that's more like you know high art, I guess, type of thing. It's yeah. like isn't that what Dune is. Engage my educated brain, please. Is is. Well, also, I mean, it's it's only half of what it's supposed to be, and before they even, um, before they finished the movie they didn't even greenlight the sequel it was like a week or two after dune release that they they said oh yeah the sequel's coming out i'm like well duh because it's like half yeah. the book the first book the first film is only half of the book it'd be really stupid of them to pour all this extra money into it and not finish the goddamn story right. and i do think that like the the large majority of people i talk to who have actually read the book that it's based off of that's famous mm -hmm. yeah. say that it was a very very good yeah. adaptation so yeah it's probably one of a very loyal adaptation of what the book is granted there are some certain scenes that in the book that plays out a little bit more differently compared to the movie but it's neither here or there <laughs> how we got on this topic about this i don't oh, yeah, know <laughs> tell, about my, tell about my daughter your daughter, about, your daughter went games. straight to dune <laughs> Yeah. Half the time <laughs> when you guys were hip hop to Dune, the Potosaurus. Yes, yes, the the Potosaurus. Yeah, no, like it's it's also also really weird because her mom really likes Alice in Wonderland, so she dresses her up like Alice like all the time when they go to Disney, and I'm like, do you really understand what what Alice in Wonderland is about? <laughs> Like, do you want me to dress up like 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 a fucking caterpillar and just blow hookah at you? <laughs> just just slip him a copy of American McGee's Alice. It'll be fine. It'll give them. You know, I don't know. She take well, the lens off. You know, she's like speaking b 
<laughs> speaking broken English, I don't know how, how good of a a wild ride that would be. <laughs> but yeah, besides playing Pokemon here and um, introducing my, 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 my lovely daughter to the wonders of, I guess, Pokemon... I'm, I'm like really gunning for that. <laughs> Come on, give me this. <laughs> but I've been also been playing a lot of Black for Blood. Black and, for Blood. And uh, back back ah, for yes. Blood. Okay, you've been playing that. Um, is it isn't it basically Left for Dead? Yes. but not. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is with a card system. Card system. Okay, I didn't know about that. How does it work? So basically, it gives you buffs per per safe room. Okay. The card so like for, system for gives like you example, like example. Yeah. It'll give you like extra health, or be like if you're low on health, your melee does like more damage, or per melee you gain one health back. Some some random. Okay, stuff so like it kind of uses the same like AI director where it's like if things weren't going so great for you, we're gonna give you some extra percent chance of getting a decent card sort of thing no it's just completely random oh completely random all right but um, the ai director is there but it's more to fuck with you more than anything else in the game (laughs) so but after that i've been playing uh halo guardians infinite yeah infinite i play like multiplayer yeah, the multiplayer. I played a little bit of that with um, Chris and Copy. I really yeah. wish they would... I know it's in beta, but I hate the playlist system right now because keep, we keep getting uh, Oddball, and Oddball yeah. sucks. Yeah, Oddball really does suck, so I don't... I, I'm, and, I kind of lucked out and not got Oddball and just got traditional Slayer and Capture Flag and stuff like that, but it's interesting regardless Every but t- no one knows how to play any of those games everyone oh, no. keeps no on one thinking it's slayer no, no one knows how to play cap or control and things like that and just like annoys the hell out of me because just no one knows how to play these modes they just think it's all slayer but kyo mm-hmm. you don't like multiplayer games i like halo with friends i like swat but swat's not available yet okay yeah i, I did hear from someone that uh, it was worth giving it a play, especially since it's free. I mean, it's free, and, like, it has yeah. some yeah. really, really bad... Um... Are we gonna have a, a Potosaurus Halo Halo team? Because I mean, it is a... I'd be happy to play. I'm, I'm not good. <laughs> so just putting that out there, the only one I played was 3. I was not good at 3, even back when I first it's, played it. it. I always found it... It's but fine. I think that was largely because it was the first first-person shooter console game that I ever played like that and that's yeah. when I learned I do not like first person shooters on controller um, that is one so. of like I kept trying to play it like keyboard and mouse in that game like the key bindings are weird so like I had to switch to a controller to play it after a while yeah it's, oh. it's really weird so I've been playing a lot of that actually I want to play more I'm hoping the multiplayer or the so when is the game coming out soon mm, very soon because I have Game Pass for the next three months, so I'm like, I'm hoping I can get to that, because I wouldn't mind playing co-op with someone with that. Because I never finished 5. I had no one to play with, mm. and I would like I wanted to go through that story, but I haven't ever done it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I liked 4. It was alright, but Guardians is... Mm. 
I remember playing Halo 3 and having people go, a satisfying end to the trilogy. Hmm. And then 4 happened. And then 5 happened. <laughs> See, like, oh, it's, technically called, it's technically not called 5. Is it back to be called Halo 5 again? No, it's just called Guardians. I it was Infinite. No, this is infinite. Well, oh, you're talking about oh, five, five, yeah, five. So this is six. ODST was the spinoff set during three that came out before uh, Reach came out, and then Reach was a nice prequel, yeah. like that. Everything they wrapped up everything for Bungie, and then the series has been up and down since. Like, I definitely feel yeah. like three four three is trying. I just think they were like handed the keys to the kingdom of like that was already kind of perfected in that sense, and like trying to modernize it, and it's just they've been stumbling because they. Trying to incorporate, I think they try to incorporate things from newer games, like like more popular shooters, and then people get mad about it. They're like, "But it's Halo, so archaic at this point." So I definitely think they they do try. It's just like they had big shoes to fill when they came in, and like no one liked anything they did ever. And of Mm -hmm. course, there were problems. They made some really dumbass decisions, like uh, Halo Five not having split screen co or split screen. campaign and also running at really fucking yeah. weird resolutions well Guard- guardians had its own problems and it made no fucking sense mm. because of the fact that you know you have a squad so it makes sense to have a co-op mm-hmm. in that game like it's not even online but no it's just all solo <laughs> yeah. like halo's never been about like everyone's like okay me and a friend are gonna run through this and keep dying and like keep one person alive for checkpoints and like okay this one's yeah, pure solo and no one wanted the, that's it. the fun of halo that's the fun of halo like have just having that co-op buddy there and just like oh shit we're gonna die but then your buddy somehow pulls it off or you pull it off because your your buddy's a piece of shit and can't aim for like diddly <laughs> <laughs> or the more likely case it's not just that he can't aim for diddly but he's on his uh, sixth or seventh beer, and <laughs> you can mm. tell that his his I performance mean, has been deteriorating over time. I remember falling I mean, asleep when Halo during Three two. came out. We weren't allowed to drink, and, and that's, that's <laughs> sure. Yeah, I remember falling asleep during the end of Halo Two, and Jetpack just using me as a checkpoint to um, <laughs> do the final Warthog thing out. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, or do we, oh, yeah. should we move Speak. on to questions? We have a bunch. Oh. Okay. I, I think questions are fine. Let's move on to questions. We actually have quite a bit. Uh, some of them we might have already talked. Like, I'm surprised after like a couple weeks of no questions. <laughs> like, where did where did they all come right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, so our first one is these are all coming from my Discord server. The first one is from Black Shotgun. What food for Thanksgiving? Um, girlfriend's family is doing turkey. Like, the typical one, my mom is doing Italian food because my sister is a vegetarian, so we'll have, like, probably ravioli, ravioli side salad, garlic bread, stuff like that. And Wait, Doesn't the sauce have meat? No, we get meatless sauce. Uh, I see. We, like, we do have a family sauce recipe, but it takes so much, we, like, we usually get canned or jarred sauce, usually jarred sauce, because it's just simpler, um, because the family sauce yeah. takes too long. And I'm like, you want to talk about the sauce? But yeah, we. But that also has a ton of meat in it. Like my mom, like my grandpa's recipe just has like two gigantic pieces of meat thrown in there, and you would not know because <laughs> they just dissolve in there. So, hmm. Lou, Lou, do you, well, just do you know how to make it? 
You know I have the recipe. Your family's recipe. We need. No, you have the recipe. My mom wants so to. You can make it if you. Oh, need, if I really wanted to, it just it. takes all day. And then, like, you make a ton of it. Yeah. It makes this gigantic pot of sauce, and then you freeze it for, for like, you know, for the year. Or, yeah. you know, like, however many months. My mom wants to make it, but we're just trying to find time to do it with girlfriend's schedule. Mm. And I think, and also, okay, so that's my mom. We did girlfriend's family. My dad, since we'll see him the day after, they're probably going to have tr- turkey tetrazzini. Are either of you guys aware of what turkey tetrazzini is? I was going to say, what the hell kind of what bourgeoisie a, kind yeah. of thing? So, <laughs> a tetrazzini. So tetrazzini is not bougie. Um, it is turkey, mushroom, fuck. and pasta with a creamy sauce. It's basically like cream of mushroom sauce, uh, pasta, like spaghetti, and like turkey chunks. And that is what my stepmom's family has all the time the day after Thanksgiving. That's probably what we'll be having. I mean, it sounds delicious. I would probably prefer it with a different protein, but everything else... It's actually really good with that, because, like, instead of, like, having chicken in there, you just have, like, the turkey, and it, like... It's actually decent. It's just, like... It's sound... I don't know where it came from. Where is Tetrazzini even from? Because it's, like... I think it's one of those, like, fake Italian words. I don't know. I actually don't know if it's real. Okay, Tetrazzini is an American dish made with diced poultry, seafood, and mushroom in a buttercream sauce. Buttercream and cheese sauce. It's named after opera star Luisa Tetrazzini. There you go. Why? Why is this named after her? (laughs) The the cream of mushroom. As soon as I heard cream of mushroom, I'm like, it's so turned off. I hate cream of mushroom. It's not cream of mushroom in there. It just has mushrooms. But like people would use cream of mushroom as part of the sauce and not the whole sauce. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. We don't make this because this is like white people Italian food. My, my family is Italian people. <laughs> so that that's that's what they'll be doing. You too? I know. I'm assuming uh, Ken's doing Ken's doing hot pot if they even do anything. Now, like this is the first year that I'll actually have family for, for Thanksgiving. You actually what? Because to, to actually celebrate with family because mm-hmm. last year obviously we were apart mm-hmm. but uh, and then all the years prior Japan doesn't believe in Thanksgiving so I worked mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is the first time in a long time that I actually will be with family for Thanksgiving and we'll have a traditional Thanksgiving meal is it very common for hot pot to be a thing there because, like, all I know is, like, a lot of, like, at least Asian families here do... I mean, Nabe's there, Nabe's there but mm-hmm. it, we... It's not the I main mean, thing. I mean, traditionally, hot, hot, hot pot would just be eaten whenever, mm-hmm. but for Japan, it's winter. But over here, it's whatever you want. I mean, there is, like, a, a Nabe, Nabe shop, or, like, Nabe restaurants here. But because it's so hot and humid here, it's not really... Yeah, that makes sense, too. Like why would you do that? I would there? say I would say like not really the weather type of feeling kind of thing. I mean if it's rainy maybe, but mm. <laughs> And closer to Christmas it'll be Kentucky fried chicken, right? That's Japan. That's Japan. Right. Well, your daughter's currently in Japan though, right? KFC doesn't do that here. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be there for He's not going to be in Japan for Christmas or anything. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I wish I was, because I got to see my daughter. <laughs> I did hear that the Canada border opened up recently, so we're, we're getting Yeah, there. that's Canada. Japan Japan is, uh, 
No, it's we're not. For for us personally, we have to be at a certain percentage, and because the population as a whole ain't really getting there, it's uh, at a stagnant. Well, Timber, about you? Um, yeah. So I actually kind of had a pre-meal before the meal because I had Friendsgiving this past weekend um, where I had, mm-hmm. like, ham. The turkey never showed up. I don't know what they did with the turkey. Apparently it got eaten when I wasn't around. But there was... I had ham, had yams, had pies, and, you know, kind of just the traditional stuff. Um, for my mm. actual Thanksgiving, we have um, two Cornish hens that we're going to be trying to prepare in lieu of a turkey. I was going to say, wait, do you wait, guys wait, do wait, a Romanian wait, did you just, dish? Did you just call my family bougie for something like Tetrazzini? But we're going to have a couple Cornish hens that we're going to prepare for the Thanksgiving I've never feast. had Cornish hens before. It was something I, know, I but that's, to try. that's bougier than, than Tetrazzini. Yeah, that's hella bougie. That's super bougie. I'm sure it is. I'm sure, but they're smaller than turkey. I didn't want to have a giant turkey and then just like have all the Would you eat a canned one? Up. Would you eat a canned one and all, like, all in one go? A canned Cornish hen? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. No, these are these are legit ones. Um, I don't really know what we're planning to do with it other than that. We have it. We have stuffing. We have some yams and cranberry it's just, sauce. It's just you and Alchemy Fox, you said? or Yeah. I think my parents are planning on visiting, but honestly, I have to talk with them probably tomorrow about that. You haven't made plans <laughs> for Thanksgiving two days before Thanksgiving. That I sounds about on, right. Remember when you're I'm like, hey, I'm going on vacation it. for two weeks uh, tomorrow, so bye. What? Yeah, <laughs> like the day you I just mean... dropped? <laughs> I don't think you need to know. <laughs> The thing is, the only people I have to coordinate with are my I folks. I didn't think it was important. Because, like, my, 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 my grandparents and extended family are all in Romania, so mm. the only people I have to really mm. coordinate with for Thanksgiving are mom and dad. I say um, Alchemy Fox's family lives in the UP or something, right? Uh, they're spread all over. Oh, so there, there are some in North Carolina. There are some in the UP. Um, I think there's one in Washington. So... Coordinating that one's a bit harder. Sounds like a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, so the, I think the Cornish hen is the standout weird thing in mine. Otherwise, everything in there is, You're you know. S- y'all are so old and bougie, swear to God. Well, nobody, turkey's overrated. Turkey's okay. overrated. Next question from Borb. How do you feel knowing that I have a permanent scar from Thanksgiving mashed potatoes? <laughs> so every cool. So every time Borb and I would cook or anything... Or Borb be like, I'm cooking for us. Uh, they would always hurt themselves. <laughs> like when they decided to fry tofu and make tofu karage and it just like exploded oil all over their arm. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their next question. If Pokemon were real and replaced our world's animals, would you become a vegetarian? I mean, it just... I think we would all die it just, because we would be smelling the flowers and the sunflora would kill us. <laughs> it's like, it's for that, it's like, but were we already eating them as, like, as, How like, long as were meat we already? consuming Pokemon? Yeah, like, yeah. Did, did, the, did the whole, like, world decide to stop or did it still just be a normal thing like now? Because, like, just because people have pet goats doesn't mean that people don't eat goats anymore. Like, or they're like, and I have a pop. People drink Meltank's ta- milk, milk yeah. so, you know. And I mean, they have and that's, meat. That's canon in-world. They have meat and stuff like that in the Pokemon world, but they never mention 
the source and you Who's don't and you don't see any you don't see any non Pokemon animals around except for like really early anime before things were like settled. Every once in a while, you'd see like a real yeah, bird. Like they had random other birds <laughs> that weren't Pidgeys or Spearows. Could so, you use the spawn rates of the Pokemon in the games to basically act as like a sub for knowing how endangered they would be if they were in real life? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Because like the starters are all rare Pokemon because they probably were either you know s- smaller species or just like overhunted. So we would think? definitely be eating a lot of of like. Pidgey and Spearow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> would have a lot of rats. Would be having a lot of Danish ratatos, I guess. Remember remember <laughs> in the anime, like, James wanted to eat Magikarp. Yeah, but the scales are, like, hard as fuck. And, like, they so. even, like, thought about, like, you know, pictured, like, preparing him and stuff, so. I mean, it just depends yeah. on how the world already at that point would be, because, like, I don't know, because, like, if it's, like, now... Even though people, some people are vegans, vegetarians, and I woke up one day and they're like, you know, like, I don't just all of a sudden be like, well, I'm not eating meat anymore. Right. So. And it's also just like, we probably, you know, most of the civilized world would probably know better than to go out and hunt for Charizard eggs and be like, yeah. this will be my breakfast. Because like, yeah, that's probably not a good thing for the Charizard population. We'll be Charizard, but yeah. So yeah, that's where I, I see on that. Any, anything else on that one? And also, also, are they mammals? Because like, if it, if if the 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 animals that they were based on were mammals, were they also mammals, or are they just all eggs? Yeah, that's the thing. Pokemon all lay eggs because it's weird. So I don't. <laughs> oh no. Next question from Borb: Have you made any custom patterns in Animal Crossing? Yes, I have a flag that says heck y'all when people fly in and it has my oh, dinosaur. Yeah. And then I have three signs of the dinosaur that say consume, obey, and heck. Because my town is just like slightly they live. And I put all mm. the consume and obey ones around the town near pe- near the, all the villagers' houses and like the store and stuff. Have you guys made any? I have, I have one that says send nudes. <laughs> Um, it was one of the first ones I ever made, <laughs> and no. then uh, that was the one that it would when you fly over into my island. Was it like a big one? Nudes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all have some pretty fun ones. I have one that's basically a reproduction of a symbol from uh, Mystery Exile, which represented, I think it was change. Like, the symbol mm. represents the concept of change in that game. And it's, like, basically a three-leaf petaled flower. Oh, yeah, and then the my flag is also a custom design, because I made it a rose. Because my island's name is Gardenia. Gardenia. Alright, next question. From King Tom Boomer, because that's what Tom's name is now. Were you able to counter Emmys in Metroid, and if so, how many times... Yes, I was able to counter them because you have to to beat the game, and I don't know many times. I, I countered count. them so hard, Tom. They didn't know I hit him. I, I countered every single one of them in my sleep, <laughs> playing a dream version of a game I don't own. And Ken, you, did you play it at all? No, I, I don't. Okay. I, I didn't play it. There is a demo if you guys want to try it out. Yeah, I'm good. 
Um, like I said, I don't think I don't think Metroid is my cup of tea. Yeah, that's fair. So. Puddin asks which Pokemon would taste best on a grill. Um, Buffalant, Taurus, uh, Taurus or Buffalant. If you want to go for like the beefy Maybe milk tank, if you want to go for beefy those. Um, although I would eat a far fetched. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could definitely make a really good like teriyaki, teriyaki far fetched. <laughs> I mean, it has um, its own onion with it, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, it it comes as a package. You don't even need to seek out like your your flavoring. It just comes with it. I'm in agreement on uh, on our Pokemon picks here, though. Good, good. Chris asks, "What do you do to counter the itis for Thanksgiving?" I don't. What the hell is itis? So the itis is um, that feeling you get after you eat, where you get really tired. And um, it's just it, not only for Thanksgiving food. A lot of people associate it with um, turkey and stuff like that. But it's just anything. Like, you know, when you eat lunch, it's kind of big, bigger lunch or just, you know, filling or oh, heavier. We have, a, we have a phrase for that in in for the locals here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's called kanak attack. Kanak attack? Yeah. Yeah, they call because Kanak is like when you're like you're tired and mm. it's attacking your your system. <laughs> so yeah, they just call it the itis. That's more of like the itis. I don't know if that's. I had first heard it on Boondocks, and then so like, but it's like mm. a bit more of a, I guess a bit more widespread now. But yeah, it's just like when you're tired after eating. All. I don't. I don't. If it's Thanksgiving, I'm visiting family, and I'm tired after eat. I will fall asleep on the couch. I don't care. I don't. I haven't encountered it in so long because I haven't eaten Thanksgiving meal in so long. So Yeah, like the best way but, to counter it is to just eat less. But I'm not going to do that because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's an American holiday. I'm going to overeat and I have a reason to be like, well, instead of it being a Monday, now it's a specific Thursday, so it's okay. I don't do this every day. I do. So, yeah. All right. Yang asked, what do you think of the Pokemon remake so far? Um, they're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. I, I personally like them. I've been... And like I said, playing it on the Professor Oak Challenge makes it a little bit much more of a hurdle, mm. so to speak. That's an interesting one. That might be something fun to do if I ever get bored. Mm. See, next question from Shotgun. Are you guys playing Diamond and Pearl or waiting for Arceus? We're playing it, and I'll probably get Arceus, but I'm going to wait for reviews on that yeah, one. I'm, it's, uh, I'm getting both, and I'll probably... I, I'll see what it is. I mean, like I said, Arceus is probably going to run at like five frames per mm-hmm. second once we see a Chingling, but whatever. <laughs> I mainly am waiting for reviews for that, and then also finding out if the new Pokemon from that game can transfer back into Diamond and Pearl. I would assume I'm assuming we'll get so. an update with that in the Mythicals, because the Mythicals, they are in the game, but their events are not fully patched in yet. So I'm under the assumption they yeah. will be patched in, and then since Bank Update doesn't happen until after Arceus, I'm assuming, like, um, Basque Legion and stuff like that will be available in Diamond and Pearl after that. Yeah. I personally can't wait to see the, the Pokemon Go events for these these new types. But that's just me. Um, another one from Shotgun. Do you think we've outgrown the Pokemon series, or has it just gotten easier from the original games? Uh, it's not for us. It's, it's not for us. I think they have gotten easier, but 
I don't think they've gotten easier necessarily in a completely negative way because most of the difficulty in Pokemon was arbitrary. Like red, blue, yellow, green, yeah. um, even um, gold, ruby, sapphire, or gold, ruby, crystal, all those, like all of them, most of it was around you needing to just sit there and grind. I don't think grind, grind yeah. is not real difficulty. There have been games that had better AI in them. Black and White 2 had a hard mode that made the AI a lot smarter and they would actually use status things for themselves and buff themselves. There's some games that definitely have and like, you know, the frontier, um, the frontier brains, the battle tower, stuff like that, they would have things that were more difficult. I just think a lot of it is it's not for us. The reason why they haven't gotten so much more difficult is because they are meant for Japanese kindergartners. They're meant for Japanese elementary school kids. I, why do I say that specifically? Because that's their target market. Those are the ones they're actually looking at. Yeah. Like everyone else is just around. They make the game specific for the Japanese market and what those kids want there, and then everyone else just gets it because kids here like Pokemon, but like I don't think they played as much as like adults do here because we grew up with it. Whereas in Japan, it's just a cultural mm-hmm. institution like Dragon Quest, where like the next generation moves on. So we just need to. It's okay to want stuff, and if they're going to keep saying that they acknowledge that there's an older fan base that wants more, they should do something because they obviously know that's a pri- that, that, that they say it's a priority. But it's also okay to just let go, just let go of all these franchises of any game that you grew up with that you're still around that you don't feel like is for you anymore. It's because it's not. It's not for you anymore. There's no reason to keep like trying to keep you involved in getting the games when they need to get new people. Like, um, what was it, Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier came out on phones. All the boomers I know are complaining about it. They're like, I don't want a Battle Royale in Final Fantasy. One, it's not for you. Two, you don't play mobile games anyway. If this was on console or PC, you would already complain anyway. It is to get younger people invested in the universe. There's a new remake out. There are a bunch of side games. There's more stuff coming. You know what younger people like right now? Battle Royale games. And free play, free to play ones on their phones. You know how many kids play phone versions of Minecraft, Fortnite, and PUBG? A lot of them. Roblox too. Why not put another battle royale with a new franchise that they might want to check out in an accessible form, and then maybe they'll come over to the rest, of, like the main franchise. That's what it's for. It is not for us. We got the pixel remasters. Be happy. Don't buy them anymore. Don't buy the stuff anymore if you don't want it. Anything, anyone else have anything on that or should I move on <laughs> yes no you said exactly what I needed to say okay. pretty much just move on like, it's not for us anymore it's just, I know it's what weird with me being someone who heavily focuses on retro games and older games but I mean there's a reason I'm like well these were meant for us a lot of the new ones are not I'm not a big fan of them so I'll just play the ones that I like and people who are newer can mm-hmm. play the ones they like yeah. I mean, I think I told this story about my Game Boy Color. I had a copy of Pokemon Yellow, a copy of Pokemon Gold, and a copy of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. And mm-hmm. I definitely played Oracle of Seasons 150% times more than anything else that I had. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just, you know, when I had to choose between walk five steps and then grind to death on Pokemon versus puzzles and slashing at things with the B button. I always preferred the latter. Alright, one more from Black Shotgun, and there's one more after that. Do you think the Animal Crossing update helped, or is it just dead now? You're so worried about this game being dead, or being... Like, more people are playing it again. 
Shotguns really. Do, do yeah. you want validation for for playing Animal Crossing or not? That's what it feels like. Because every <laughs> week there's another one from Shotgun. Is Animal Crossing dead? Well, I, I will say, you know, what I do find odd about, and I, I guess it's just the way that gaming is now, the notion that a game can be alive or dead to begin with. Like, it's not even something that crossed your mind when you played Animal Crossing on the GameCube, whether or not the Animal Crossing fandom had mm. abandoned the game and was no well, longer interesting. Like, I would be curious to know well, Timber, like how into people well, were. Well, Timber, that, when that game initially came out, no one cared. Yeah. yeah, and it was much more arbitrary. It was a much more arbitrary way to connect with people. Like I in that this game. one's a weird one because I would have to physically give my memory card to someone else for them to visit my island, and vice versa. Mm. <laughs> right. Like, so compared to now, personal where I can experience. sit, I I can I can sit on the couch and say, "Lou, open your open your island and visit him," mm. and he's still in Saint or in, in in Missouri and stuff like that. So, so you, it's it's a much different way. So do you think the potential for this, this game's death lies? primarily I, on its partial dependence for multiplayer is it relying on multiplayer to make itself a better game and i think the thing is also this game also i think because we were used to the what this game is compared to back then where we didn't know what the fuck this mm. game was i think the big thing with this specific release is everyone was playing at the beginning of pandemic so it seems like animal crossing is more of a of an interactive people constantly playing it thing than it actually is it was never really ever that type of game like some people will go hardcore i mean my girlfriend puts like 500 hours in every release she has over a thousand in this current one but like i mean i even played like 150 hours of it on my 3ds but the thing is with animal crossing is it's something that you go hardcore for on for a while and then it goes into kind of like a maintenance mode where you go and do your daily stuff maybe play for about an hour and then you're done it doesn't mean it's dead but like this specific one is such an anomaly in the uh like the franchise that like it just seems like it might be dead but it's not like there is no life death with animal crossing like getting a huge update like that is weird like they had a weird like they had the amiibo update for new leaf like four years after it came out no one expected it for the 3ds one this one like i know they were updating it as it went so people were expecting more stuff COVID, i think threw off a lot of the update stuff because it went a long time without anything but it, I don't think it's dead because I don't think it was ever supposed to be as big as it is. It was always going to be something a bit more niche or just something that people who like it will play it for a while. The people who don't will drop off. It's right. Like, I think people forget. I know a lot of people complain about how the time works in it. They hate waiting. I'm like, but that's the, the point of Animal Crossing is that, like, you do a little bit day by day. It's not a game that you're like, well, I'm going to play this and I'm going to do it all right now. That's not how Animal Crossing you, works. You can't you can't hundred percent this game. It's like physically like you impossible. can, but like unless you're time traveling or playing every day, it's me very hard. And some people do it, but like it's one of those things where you're just supposed to be like, you know what? I want something to play for like half an hour. You go and check on your town, do a couple things, maybe you know, water your flowers, talk to some animals. You're like, I'm good. Was there anything new going on? Yes or no? Oh, there's an event coming up. You know, there's a holiday. I'll go play that. Like that's. Animal Crossing. Right. And I just, people want it to be a game, they want it to be Stardew Valley, and it's not Stardew Valley. Go play yeah. Stardew Valley. Or, or a lot of, what a lot of people do make it into is Minecraft. If you go to, you know, the, the Animal Crossing subreddit, it's a lot of people waving their, mm-hmm. their, 
you know, EPing of check it out, check out my like 100% authentic Japanese Kyoto style fully manicured island yeah. that I made. A over lot the of it's like that. Two thousand hours. A lot of that's like that too, where people do specific things to their island and go and show it online. Like where people get into the island sharing the design part. If you're just like someone who's casually playing it, you're gonna run out of stuff to do quickly. If you're someone who's constantly redoing your island because you're like, oh, I have a new idea, but I need to tear everything down and level it. That's what a lot of people do. Some people get to point like mine's mostly at a point where I like what it is, unless they give us more buildings randomly. Mine's pretty set, mm-hmm. so I will go back, check, it, and be done. My girlfriend is like that too, but she also does different things. She changes her house around. Um, now that she can go and redecorate animals' houses, she goes and does that. She's been finding stuff to do. She time travels a lot, too. She's got a ton of money. Yeah, Alchemy Fox does a lot of the time traveling, too. I'm very much into doing whatever the game presents to me on a given day and just accepting my fate when it comes to that. But yeah. nothing, wrong with, yeah. nothing wrong with time travel. To me, it's just sort of like... I don't know. Like you said, the the game's purpose is not to 100%, and I recognize mm-hmm. that. Like, like if to me, it doesn't really matter. If you're playing if the I... game about relaxation to a point where it's stressing you out and you need to do everything right now, I think you there's no such thing as playing a game wrong, even though there is sometimes. I think you misunderstood what this game yeah, is. If you're if you're doing it that the, way, the intent of what the game is and how you play, it. like, because some people like don't mind the waiting a day and they just do the time traveling because they accept it as part of it. It's like as lo- if you're yeah. wanting it to be something that's not, just go play a different game. Like just go play, just go play that fake indie Animal Crossing clone, or go play Stardew Valley because that's what you want instead. You don't want Animal Crossing. But yeah, I'm gonna keep repeating myself. Yeah, just... We have one more question from Mr. Copy. Which Pokemon is the biggest fur bait? Ah, uh, hmm. Lucario. Well, do you want the actual lore or like the actual like? Just in general, design-wise. The lore of Furbait? <laughs> before before we technically, go... Because technically, people became Kadabra. <laughs> True. They just If they're smart enough and they woke up, they just became Kadabras. <laughs> then it's like you get so smart, you wake up, you're a Pokemon, and then someone's like, some little five-year-old kid comes like, you're in a fucking ball now, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's basically it. I'm like, it just really sucks. Hold on. Let I'm me, surprised let I see so that. much. I don't see enough, like, Rule 34 of Lickitung or Licky Licky. Yeah. But I'd say probably Lucario, and I also absolutely hate Lucario because it's a shit Pokemon. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was that LaCroix of our whatever. The, the weird green. <laughs> the what? Haired... The what? <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. Lacroyavar? Gardevoir? Lacroyavar. Gardevoir, yes, that one. Lacroyavar. <laughs> I don't know how those two things got mixed together in my brain, but they did. Okay. I mean, that one is. I don't consider that one fur, I guess. And, like, I guess I'm going. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm going, uh, like do, do we define fur bait as actually furry in texture? Like, like or... where's, our, where's our, like, um, lawful neutral. Ne- true neutral like of, of calling Pokemon Furbate because I went for like like strict like strict lawful on that one <laughs> <laughs> damn it yeah 
according to Fire Red, it just happened one morning. A boy with extra sensory powers awoken in bed and transformed into Kadabra. Oh boy. You know, we would be really screwed if that was our reality. You could just wake up one day and be a Pokemon because you were exposed to some, like, Pokemon radiation at some point, I guess. I mean, if I... Oh, I, I would <laughs> jump off a bridge if I turned into a Pokemon. <laughs> and going back to, you know, the one if oh, if Pokemon exists in the real world, I think everyone would die because, especially me, if I was a, like a seven-year-old child and I just saw a magic balloon came by and just hold on to it, Drift Blooms would kill half the children population. Dude, it would kill all millennials. There'd just be so many millennials, like, standing outside waiting for the Drift Bloom. I'm like... I feel like a kid here. Take me away. It's like no, please, <laughs> please. I have to wait. So I'm a little pissed off right now because in Diamond and Pearl they have time-based ones. There's, you gotta wait till there's Friday. There's only morning. one Drift Loon in the game, and it's Friday. And if you time travel in that game, you get locked out of events for 24 hours. Yeah. Which is stupid. Someone's like, "Well, it was in the DS one." I don't fucking care. I don't have time. Well, the DS, the DS one, you can time travel. So, like, I just want. I just want a Drifloon. I have so many of them on my my box in Pokemon Home, and I want one on this team because anytime I play a Pokemon game, I try and pick Pokemon from that generation. I try and pick them. Yeah. Like right now, I have a couple. I have too many Kanto ones, but it's because Rhyhorn, Zubat, and um, Magnemite all have final forms that are um, from Gen Four, so that's why they're on the team. I'm like, I want to do that. So like, I'm like, I would like a Drifloon. So I can get rid of, like, uh, what else? What's the weird one on my team that I don't want? There's someone on my team I don't like to use, and I just want a Drifloon to be there instead. Probably get rid of my, my starter. Going back, to the que- going back to the question, maybe, maybe, um, what is it? Uh, Hypno? Hypno, maybe a big fur baby? Oh, big fur baby? Okay. <laughs> Hypno. Interesting choice. I I know Guardivar is is a big. Lacroivar. Lacroivar. Yeah, Guardivar. Guardivar. Lacroivar. What about Swoombat? Swoobat. (laughs) Swoobat. Big ass or Woobat. Woobat. (laughs) Okay. That's all of our questions. (laughs) Yeah. I, I remember doing doing all kinds of things like, uh, what was it? With the uh, Woobat? <laughs> Star, Starbox. What uh, about Jinx? I I think Jinx is a big fur paint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very interesting to end. Have fun with that. Rated T for teen. I mean, we already have to like... <clears throat> I mean, dropped F-bombs halfway through the episode (laughs) because I just don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, regardless, where can we find you, Timber, on on the internet? If you liked what you heard here today, you can find me on twitch.tv slash TimberTaft where I stream on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. I am currently playing Premiere Pro editing my Deltarune video for my YouTube channel where I post YouTube videos at youtube.com slash TimberTaft. Uh, Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) Uh, where my last video was Outer Wilds but obviously Deltarune's gonna happen guys I promise it's coming in like a couple weeks at most Uh, what about you Kel? Uh, you can find me Monday through Friday at twitch.tv slash Hunter, where I play a bunch of retro garbage currently I'm playing Metal Gear Solid but I have a lot of stuff 
uh, lined up for Tiefsmiths, which is going to be our winter, lo- our month long winter uh, themed games that are maybe cursed or not, and including. Uh, by the time this goes up, people will find out I have an animated Tiefs emote that will be available for all tier one subscribers. You can also find me on Twitter, uh, Space Hey, YouTube, everything at Cody Hunter. I am verified on Space Hey. You should make a Space Hey account. It's like MySpace, but not, and it's run by a 19-year-old German guy for some reason. And you should make you should, who we, we whose sleep schedule dude, is like internally. I feel so bad for that dude. <laughs> I feel so bad about, for that dude. But he's just like this was supposed to be fun side project, and now I don't sleep. But you should make one. Add me. Do not add Brogan though. And uh, yeah. Find me on there. How about you, Kim? Oh wait, hold on. Before that, too, I forgot. Um, this coming Friday, it's Ju- It's December what third? December third. Um, we will be do- me and Timber and a couple other members of Team yeah. Retrosaurus will be joining Jetpack Raptor to do a um, a charity stream. Let me get the actual name out. I have a picture of it finally. It is called, the event's called Streaming for Hearts. It's a three-day marathon of 14 Twitch streamers from December 3rd to 5th. Um, all the Team Retrosaurus people will be on Friday on the 3rd, I believe. Um, I think, are you on that day too, Timber? I am, yep, 5 to 8. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it's you, okay, it's me, then Welsh, then you, Chris, B in a row. So, it will be, um, we'll be, I'll, I'll be on on the 3rd. And we'll be raising money for children with congenital heart defects. I remember it's for Remington's Heart. That's the name of the charity we'll be doing it for. Um, this is a bit more of a personal charity event because um, my the person running it, Jetpack, is an IRL friend of mine, and it's a it's a charity and kind of a the whole reason behind it is very personal for them. Um, if you remember earlier in the year, I did mention that I had a friend whose father passed away. It was Jetpack's. And this is kind of like their way of honoring their dad because um, it's around that time of year. It's almost Christmas near his birthday. And it is also like he was very he very much loved kids and he had heart condition when he passed. So like it it's kind of like, you know, it's a very personal thing. So um, it'll be about it'll, it'll be the end of the week after when this goes out that you guys will see it. If you can come by and support anyone in the team or anyone during the event, that would be great. Um, even just being there, not necessarily needing to donate, but just being there will help out a lot too. Um, just like we had for the previous event for Team Retrosaurus. So, yeah, thank you for that. There's that. Now you can <laughs> follow that. And you can follow me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudu. You can find it on all podcast streaming services and on all social medias except Space A. I guess I should make a Space A. You need to make a Space A. Don't add Brogan. Yeah, I need to make a Space A. Don't add Brogan. Yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't. I, I think I added B on it. Timber's like, who's Brogan? On my person. Brogan? Just <laughs> not Brogan. Okay, okay. But yeah, you can follow it by looking up at, at Ongakudu on all social media platforms. You can follow the news where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. I am also lining up a brand new interview, so if you guys want to go check that out, please... Let me know because I don't know how if that's the standard for interviews for the music industry and I would like to hone my craft so to speak so be on the lookout for that it should be up within the next week or two but you can follow me personally at OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Ina Ibo, Roboco, Herobo and antics about my daughter and, and, and things like that and I guess my mini review of the Cowboy Bebop Netflix show which is something 
But yeah, I want to say thank you for following us on this lovely episode of the Potosaurus here. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much. And have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, boy. None of my audio recorded, Ken. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and I'm thankful for, for the fur baby that is Mag Mortar. <laughs>